This episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast is brought to you by our proud sponsor, FND. FND, we're more than just clothing. We are the culture, we are the people, we are you. Visit us at FND.com. That's E F E N D E E.com. To save 10% on all purchases, use coupon code Samurai Pro at checkout. But the MILF category ain't what it used to be because all the women are my age now. So, damn. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> That's another way I knew I got old because they'd be like, this hot 30 year old MILF puts, and it's like, she younger than me. <laughs> like, that's, that's, well, this not getting it. Well, now you got to move to Gilf. I'm not going to deny that I have. <laughs> <laughs> New Yeah, you already know, bro. You done seen this shit before, bro. Haters want to see you dead, bro. Bitches, they just want your bread, bro. Turn to the blue and red lights. What it looking like some headlights? Yet? I haven't yet. To be honest with you, I haven't caught a lot of new music this week. I caught oh, well, some, not a I'm lot. A, but I'm gonna put you some on your me. list today. <laughs> okay. <laughs> man, it's a man. That new G, I, I'm gonna say this, and I think I might text you this earlier this week. Um potential album of the like it's in it's in my it's in my potential album of the years. But I'm not surprised it's Jeezy. He's been a fire MC since the day he stepped in the game. True. But I mean, like, this is, this is thug, this, 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 this TM 101, like this thug motivation, like, it's giving He's me Jeezy. He's restoring the feeling. It's, it's restoring the feeling, but also, you know, like he talking like he used to buy blocks. Now he buys the blocks. You know what I'm saying? Cause of real estate and all like like it's just it's more forward thinking. Like I just I just like the vibe where he headed. I like it. And, so he's I don't want to say taking a page out of Jay-Z book, but he's the first person that come to mind where he he's rapping about what he's currently going through instead of living in his golden era of rap and just talking about bricks. Although there's oh no, nothing oh wrong no. with that. We gonna get you get the brick talk. You're gonna get the brick talk. You like similar to Hove. He's telling how you how you turn that bricks into other shit, which I think is a good message. I don't think enough people say that because you can't you can't sustain a career on the bricks. Exactly, bricks and is you, a good launching point. And and Spe- you might get a reference, uh, you know, hot in the yams at your auntie house. Like you might get one of those. That was a house. hard line. <laughs> <laughs> that was a hard line. He said, "I can't even. I can't even go back to the song in my brain right now." But what, I heard him say something about it at his auntie house. I said, 
Go ahead, Jeezy. You, <laughs> hey, you got me. You got me. Hey, man, how you been, man? I've been good, man. I've been good. I've been... <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. Dude, I was under the, under the weather earlier this week. You know how you say Frank's sick every two weeks? It was, it's because you I got was kids. About due. <laughs> yeah, because of the kids. I was about due for a little uh, cough and runny nose, and I just getting over it now. But all in all, man, this week been good. It's, it's been productive. Finally got a chance to go out to uh, one of those... It's not necessarily a conference or a trade show. It's just one of those industry-related network events. I know y'all hear the kids upstairs. <laughs> they are full of energy, and I apologize, but they're not breaking or destroying the house, so I'm okay with it. I'm not about to tell them to stop. No, man. It's good, man. <laughs> I, 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 you sitting there talking about, man, it's real good, man. You know, things been coming up, and your baby was back there screaming bloody murder. He was like, yeah, man, things, things just great. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Trust me, she's fine. <laughs> No, the fact that you good, can, man. the fact that you can, you can decipher which cry you're getting to know exactly which baby you're talking about. Love it. I'm assuming Faye. I'm gonna go with Faye. Yeah. See, there you go. All right. All right. Yeah. Nianna got a bit more. She got a bit more maturity in her cry. It's more like a look at me cry. It's not like I'm hurt cry. So, and now that she can talk, you you get the warnings before you get the cry. So you know whether she's crying for something she wants or something she's trying to do. So she can ask for it now. Not only that, she's at the age where she mimics you. So this morning, um, I'm up, I'm getting them dressed for school, and then my wife wakes up a little, a little later than us. And then my wife walks in the room, and I say, good morning, sweetie. And after I say that, Miani goes, good morning, sweetie. And we just <laughs> burst out laughing, because it was like, okay, now she's at that stage. Whatever she whatever she hears us say, she's going to uh, so parrot it. So y'all better, y'all better watch what you say. Oh, yeah. Because my mom, my mom, I don't know, this is like an old phrase. I don't know if y'all said it. But my mom be like, you know, the 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 walls are always listening. You know, the walls have ears. She would always yeah. say that. Just because something's <laughs> in the room don't mean it's not. It can't hear exactly what's being said. Right. So, yeah, definitely got to be careful. Man, that's crazy. How about um, you, man? How was your week? Week was good, man. Week was good. In the, in the time we last recorded, I celebrated... You know, my sister's birthday, um, we did karaoke. Man, karaoke is so underrated as, like, just a little get-together event. It's great with good people. Oh, yeah. And we had good people. Like, we went to plug-in over at the uh, at Gulfstream, where you right. had a whole room dedicated to just you. They give y'all five mics. Y'all get to play whatever you want. They give your iPad. You play whatever you want. Everybody, like, when I say full participation from everybody, we had, like, 20 25 people in the room. Oh, y'all had a good crowd. Rapping. Then at one point, at one point, you know what I'm saying, toward the end, you know, they we didn't see the songs we wanted, so, you know, we 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 turned it up, you know, it got hood in there, you know, we was knucking and bucking, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was, it, it, it was live as fuck. It was live as fuck. We that had a good up. time. That's what's up. We had a good time. And then um, my, my little brother's birthday was Tuesday. So shout out, was it shout out to him. Shout out to him. Uh, no, it was Wednesday. I apologize. It was the second. Um, got together with the family. You know, you know, it's good to see the other side of the family because we don't get to see them as often. Um, got together with the family, had a had a had a good time, great dinner, took some shots. You know, my baby brother's 27. That's crazy to me. Cause I remember I remember when he was a baby. You know what I mean? So when it, they introduce it, you. It it it, it catch what'd you say? 
<laughs> I'm just laughing the fact that we had to get introduced to our younger brothers. Like it wasn't like it wasn't like they was born in the same house as us. No, it like, wasn't. Hey, come meet this nigga. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't. But it wasn't like it was a lot. It was a lot better than when I met my my other little brother, uh, Marvin. Just because I didn't meet him until he was like four, so it was weird. Like. Yo, this is already a full-grown kid. But <laughs> Malik was Malik was still like very young at the time. Like he was still baby crawling when I first met him. So Okay. But all in all, love my brothers, love my sisters. Oh, of course. Man. Uh, but yeah, man, I had a really good time. I had great shots in the middle of the weekend, in the middle of the week, throat still recovering, pause. Um can't complain. I really can't. Really had a really and it was a long week work-wise, but I really can't complain, all in all. It's a long week news-wise, too. A lot of bullshit happened this week. Bruh, some shit that, that probably affected you and me. But uh, before we do that, let's uh, let's bring it in. Ladies and gentlemen, and all those in-between and outside of those constructs, welcome to another episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast, the podcast where two young professionals bring issues to the table, and we chop it up. I'm your co-host, Marvin, Young Saint. Charles Flex Xavier, Datman Beyond, Dion Slanders, Aegon and 60 Seconds Targaryen, House of the Dragoons, Gang Gang, <laughs> and the man to the right of me can only be. The same dude from last week and the week before. Quite frankly, I'm half Samurai Pro, half F and Diesel. Talk nice when you see me. I stay wildin'. I don't resort to violence. I'm on resorts and islands. Check the gram, fam, in case you thought I was lying. To be frank, I can only be who I say I be. The F and F and D, one half of this POD. Who else but me? It's Frank. Let's chop it up. Let's chop it up. Dion Slanders. That's a good one. Right? I like that. Right? I like, like it that. came, it, it just came to me like, like on the ride home. That's you, I ain't gonna lie to you. That's usually where the nicknames happen. I'm in the car for about an hour plus every day <laughs> on the way Traffic home. only gonna get worse. With all those buildings that's popping up in Wynwood and everything, traffic is only gonna get worse. It's worse now. Like, it's worse now than it was at the beginning of a school year. So many people are here. The snow bunnies are here. Snowbirds. Yeah, yeah. Snowbird. Oh, uh- <laughs> <laughs> gotta be clear. I knew, I knew what you meant, though. <laughs> <laughs> gotta be clear. The snowbirds the, the bunnies are here. Said too, though. I mean, they here. They gonna be around. Um, right. But the snowbirds are here. I even noticed it in my own complex where I live. Like those who come and own townhouses and stuff like that. Like the the parking becomes a bitch. And slowly but surely, if I ain't home by like 6.30, I got to park by the pool. You know what I'm saying? Damn. I got to park by the pool and walk it. God forbid I got groceries. So God forbid it's raining. Hey, but I'm just going to sit in the car. I got AC. <laughs> I keep gas in the car. I, I, I treat my baby right. You know what I'm saying? She got an oil change. Matter of fact, I got to get an oil change. Glad I said that out loud. Got to get an oil change this weekend coming. Uh, but we do what we can. How long do you typically wait before you get an oil change? Oh, I, I go by what's in the um what they put in the little Don't listen to that. Them niggas tricking you. Cause they'll probably put like three thousand miles. Your car can probably five. go by seven. Say I what? go every five. Okay, five is safe. Okay, cool. Yeah, I go I always go every five. Like when you get a new car, you could probably go about ten. But I usually go every five. Just I'm know. usually around every five to seven. Yeah, something in, there. yeah. something in it. Something in it. 
But they, I mean, they're gonna definitely want you to come back. You know what I'm saying? They need that yeah. quarterly, get you back, get you back right, blah blah blah. But it don't mean all that to Lexus because I, I already pay for it, so it don't fucking matter. <laughs> <laughs> that shit built in. I just got to drive up there. I, I could go there tomorrow. And be like, hey, I need a, I need an oil change. Come back the next day. Like, hey, I need an oil change, and you still got to give me a, you still got to give me a loaner so I can go run my errands. That's nice. See, that's how you know Marvin drive a nice car. They give him a loaner. With me, I got an Uber back to my destination. Nigga, nigga, my mom drive a Honda and get a get a loaner. Really? What's going on? Man, Dodge don't play that shit. Dodge be like, man, is you going to wait or you got somebody to come pick you up? Like, they they squash all that loaner talk. <laughs> I mean, maybe maybe because it's, it's gotten a little, uh, you know, through the whole car shortage and everything that happened during COVID, maybe they don't have as many loaners out at the moment. Maybe. You know what I mean? But- Nah, man. Nah, Lexus don't play that. I, I could literally be like, they could be like, oh, you know, it's only going to take an hour. Okay. Give me a car for an hour. <laughs> I'm going to go get a coffee. <laughs> like, the fuck? Like, give me a fucking loaner. They be like, yeah, but you know, you got to sign all your... No, I got my shit right here. They got my insurance and my license. <laughs> I know how this shit go. Let's not waste time. When you walk my key over there, just go give the other guy the ticket so I can get my car. <laughs> oh, we don't have the same car. It's all right. It's all right. I'll take I'll take whatever little IS two fifty whatever you got. I'm straight. I just want to run an air. Squashing all excuses, huh? No, because they be like, oh, you know, you don't need it. Can't you just wait forty five minutes? No, I had errands to run. <laughs> Where I go, right across the street to Costco. <laughs> like I, I ain't moving fast. I ain't going nowhere. I could have walked, but fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Why well, walk when you don't have to? This is this. Let that be a lesson. This is the thing I always say to people: Why walk if I don't have to? It makes sense. Like you can't even. There's no debating that. I mean, for exercise. But you're not. You'll go to a track for that. You'll go to a nice park for that. You're not walking across the street for Costco's for that. And who's to say you don't find something at Costco? They might have a deal you want. Now you got to walk back carrying all those rolls of paper towels in your hand. Nah. Put it and in you know truck. they're not gonna give me no bags. Like, come on, nope. bro. Exactly. I don't know how we got in, into the Costco, <laughs> into the cars and the loaners and everything. But uh, yeah, man. Um, it was a heavy week. It just felt heavy. It was everything. Everything from the start of the week had some weight to it. And then there was other things that kind of snowballed into even heavier topics. It, it was, it wasn't a very positive week. Now that I think about it, although I personally had a good week overall, just with the news and just the type of uh, conversations that that that's been going on, it hasn't been a very positive week. It hasn't. It hasn't. Um, as everyone heard by now, um. We lost takeoff of the Migos uh, this week. Uh, I, I, I feel like the story is still, even, even as we're recording five days later, I feel like the story is still developing because the, the details around it is still very... It's still fresh. It's five days. Not even a whole week. It's still fresh. Yeah. And before people jump to any more conclusions, which I hope people would have learned from... From the PNB situation, um, 
it's just, I don't know. I'm not going to lie to you, Frank. When I, when I heard it, you know, it's something about Twitter. Twitter always is first to a lot of things. People always want to give TMZ a lot of credit. TMZ gets the credit for confirming shit, but Twitter always gets things first. I remember when Kobe passed, I saw, I was, I knew for about almost 45 minutes to an hour before the news actually announced what happened because Twitter was already talking about it. Twitter is fast with the news. TMZ is the fastest credible source with the news. Correct. Correct. And as far as we know, both him and Quavo were out in Houston. Um, it's been alleged that they were at an event that was hosted by the Prince family. That's Jazz Prince. I'm just going to leave the rest alone because, you know what I'm saying? I don't have my ties. I don't have no protection on this end. Um, no. <laughs> uh, but there's been, there, you know, uh, some sort of argument ensued. Um, people seem to be very clear that Takeoff was not involved in said argument in any way. Neither take Takeoff or Quavo. If anything I've heard, they tried to mediate the situation, not engage in it. Yeah. Um, I remember initial initial thoughts were that Quavo had gotten into an argument over a dice game. Um, and at least what's been what seems to be talked about less and less is that he was the one who sparked it. But there was an argument, um, guns were drawn, and takeoff was was fatally wounded. Um, there was another young man. Uh it said the bullet wasn't even meant for him. At least that's what I've been hearing. I heard multiple sources. No, I, that's that's the, that's that. what I've been. That's what that's been the most consistent is that he wasn't involved in the argument and the and the bullet wasn't meant for him. So with all the conflicting stories and and it's just man, I, there's a wash and repeat to this situation, um, where it's like we talk about we talk about another rapper, an, another hip-hop artist who lost their life to violence. Whether the violence was intentional for that person or not, we hear that shit so much, though. Like, you know, like, you don't hear that shit in rock. You don't hear that shit in pop. People die. A said people die every day, B, and that's the truth. But you don't hear that much for their artists dying to violence. No, it's um, it's draining with how frequently we hear it, and <clears throat> um, I, I it's it's uh, it's it's hard to find the right words to express how I feel about it because. When when these rappers rap about when they when they rap about what they've been through, they rap about what they've seen. I mean, a lot of them come from the same situations we saw growing up. They grew up in the same type of hoods. They saw the same type of people. I mean, 
impoverished places are going to have people who are trying to make ends meet any way they see how. And if the tools they got are a gun to rob you, then that's what they're going to do. If the tools they got to make ends meet is drugs, then that's what they're going to do. It's just, it is what it is. And I don't think it's, it's definitely not a black thing. You go into poor white neighborhoods. There's people with guns and, and drugs too. It just so happened those those dudes can't rap. And if they can rap, we don't see them rapping. It's just people from our community I know you that make it. That to be, I know you didn't mean that to be funny, but I chuckled a bit. I ain't gonna lie to you. Those dudes can't rap. <laughs> and I just say that because a lot of times when people talk about rappers, they always say, oh, they're promoting violence. And it's like, I don't want to get on the bandwagon saying they're promoting it. It's just they're talking about an environment they're familiar with. Isn't? Don't get me wrong. There's some rappers that are saying, you know, oh, that, that are shit, glorifying That drill shit it. is real. That drill shit is real. It is. There's some people that are glorifying it. But Takeoff wasn't one of them. PNB Rock wasn't one of them. You know, you know what I mean. So no, I I I hear you. Um, and being that we're we're from similar backgrounds, you know what I mean. Where we're like when you're when you're from where we're from, and I want to say that we've gone beyond what people would have thought maybe we were going to be. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because I'm sure there were plenty of people that judged us. Them black boys ain't shit going... They ain't going to do shit in life. They clown in the classroom. They don't listen. You know what I'm saying? Like, we was those guys. We was those, We were those kids. There's a lot of times we didn't take shit... We didn't take shit seriously. Certain shit in class and in school came very easy to, to you and me sometimes. I, I could just be real about that. There was shit yeah. we worked for, but there were certain times where shit came a little easy, and we just did we what we had to do to graduate. Exactly. We like clowned. I remember the point system where you had to get a certain amount of points to graduate. I would get those points in the first two nine weeks. In the second nine weeks, you just needed like half that amount. So I just got a C, and even if I got a C and a D, that was enough to pass. And if I knew that class wasn't. It wasn't a class I cared about, and it wasn't going to drop my GPA too much. I did just enough to pass. Like, fuck this shit. Yeah, man. That was the attitude. Gone, we, we've kind of grown out of those circumstances a bit. But we a, a still lot. feel... <laughs> uh, no, a lot. A lot. I'll, I'll give you that. But we still... That's still our neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? Like, certain environments... I'm you and I will probably be more comfortable with than someone who didn't grow up over there. You know what I mean? See, now Faye is upset. <laughs> Go ahead. But growing up, as we were coming out of that, out of those spaces, we me, you and me have been in plenty of places we shouldn't. In our 20s, in our 20s, in height, like you can look back, there were some some parties we shouldn't have been at. That graduation clubs we party at the at. Polish American Club. I can I can tell you that like it was yesterday. We walked in, we did one lap, and we all, we didn't say it verbally. We didn't say it verbally, but the body language was there. Like, yo, this shit ain't right. Let's 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 get up out of here. And we walked out the doors. We wasn't outside for no more than five minutes. And they started to shoot the shit up. But we knew from the moment we was inside, we was like, man, the energy just energy not right off. in here. Energy yeah, it's just, off. it just ain't right. And don't get me wrong. Those people dancing, those people having fun, but it's just something wasn't right. 
And we knew we had to get up out of there. And we did. But we put ourselves in those situations. I, I can tell you times after that where I put myself in situations I probably should Oh, no, have we been willingly in. walked through those doors at first. <laughs> yeah. At the same time, knowing that shit could go left. Like, there's, like you said, there's, there's plenty of times you go, and usually you go to them, you, you go to those places with a homeboy that you trust would have your back because you never know. And the reason you feel that way is because I'm going somewhere where things could go left. And if they do go left and it's forced to go that route, I want to be with somebody who I know ain't going to let me get stomped out or whatever the case may be. So you go with one of your homeboys that you trust. Hey, I know you can handle yourself. Let's go. You're not going to pick the small frail nigga to ride with you. Like, nah, if some shit go left, you finna leave me. I, I can't go nowhere with you. We could go to Charles Hadley Park and play basketball together, but that's about it. <laughs> exactly. But, like, I, I've been in places where, like you said, you feel the vibe. And there's places I know I shouldn't have been in. I can just imagine... Because a lot of people said, like, they had a dice game. What the hell are they doing there? Da 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 da. Like I said, you and I, we and you were small examples. Because, like, we're far from where we used to be, but we not a Quavo, a takeoff, or offset. Like, we not them. You know what I'm saying? In, in, in a matter of monetary success, right? I, right, I, right, I, right. I, I deem myself pretty successful in life, but not in a matter no, of monetary success. No, but I get you. Success. I get what you're saying. You know what I mean? And for them to have that much monetary success and and so much riding for them, I know a lot of people are saying, why would they even be there? Why would you even put yourself in the middle of something? Why would you try to break up something? You got too much, you got too much riding on you to do that. And that's that one foot in, one foot out mentality that you grow up with. And honestly, I could see how people would say that, that, hey, you're, you're too rich or too successful to be at a dice game. However, would it have been any different if it was a poker table? If it was spades? If it was spades, if it was, you know. Tunk, any number of things that gambling was could gambling. have been a part of. Men of all, all calibers of life gamble. Men who don't have much, men who have tens of millions, hundreds of, everybody gambles. It's just something people do. And if that was their form of gambling, a form they were familiar with due to the neighborhoods they came from, then so be it. At the time, they felt like they was in trusted company. So if I go to your house, I'm cool with you. I may not know everybody in your house, but you're the, vet, you're, you're the vetting process. If I know you let me in your house and I know what type of person you is, I'm assuming everybody in this house is of a similar caliber, in a sense. So if I'm there with your peoples, I feel defenses are down. If somebody there say, hey, let's get a Uno game going, I'll play Uno. I'm comfortable with it. Now, if shit go left, then it's like, damn, why he was there? No, it was I, was, I was in trusted company. So I didn't go there thinking that, okay, this is some shady shit. It was like, nah, I'm with... I'm at your house. I'm I'm thinking you're gonna take care of everything here. I didn't I would think that you wouldn't allow no bullshit to happen to your guests. And that's what I'm under the impression of. They were with trusted company and they was with somebody who they felt had a control over the situation they was in. 
unfortunately, things went out of hand. Out of all the things that I that that surrounding that story that that kind of sticks out and hurts or whatever, the thing that bothered me the most about it, and don't get me wrong, a lot of things bother me about it, but the thing that bothered me the absolute most was in his last moments, people took it upon themselves to record what was happening. And they wasn't recording it in a way to, to let's say, capture evidence, if you will. It was, this man is in his last breath. Let me record and post this. It wasn't like, it wasn't like, let's say if it was a hit and run, let's say somebody hit your car and they taken off and then you take pictures and you record the vehicle and the license plate that just wronged you. So you pulled out your phone to, hey, this is the car that did it. I got footage of the car doing it, right? Right. It's not that. It's this man is dying now. Your video serves no purpose other than for you to post to get likes and retweets. You didn't capture the person doing it. You didn't capture the moments leading up to it. You just have him on the ground bleeding out. Like, why would you do that? And then you post it immediately. Much like yourself, I found out on Twitter. I found out early in the morning on Twitter because I wake up early. Yeah, and uh, I think I think we both. Uh, I think you, we you text me that morning because I think I sent you something and you were like, "Bro, what are you doing up?" Yes, right. <laughs> And it was, when I saw it, I didn't see anything from any credible. Usually when I see stuff like that, the first thing I do, I look to see who posted it. Then I look for if TMZ has anything like that. I Google that. it. I did exactly that. Because I wanted to confirm. Right. I it was a real the last thing. person. Yeah, it was Nipsey. Um, saw it on Twitter. Didn't believe it. Looked on TMZ. They didn't post it yet. Waited a while. And then TMZ posted it. That's when I was like, oh shit, it's real now. That's different from... The George Floyd thing, right? Where where the recording for nine minutes happened. What's so different about that is that young lady who pulled out her phone was doing it to protect a black man, or at least with the attempt of, hey, look at what they're doing to this black man. You know what I mean? The, the intent for her wasn't to capture some amazing moment in life or 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 something that she could get retweeted and it could be on every be in every every vlog blog instagram you know fake shit or whatever whatever that wasn't the the case now even if the person who recorded uh take off down the way he was and man that video that video affected me probably a bit more than i thought it would uh, it was graphic and i wasn't I wasn't trying, go, I wasn't going out of my way to see it. You know, like, even when I talked to you about it, I said, I'll look at it much later. Like, I knew I, I knew mentally, I didn't know what it was for sure. You know, like, you hear, like, oh, there's video of something. But I didn't know what the, I was going to see. The thumbnail it just, for the video. The thumbnail yeah. alone, it shows him. Whoever it is is recording. They're literally just trying to capture the, the last seconds of somebody's life you know what i mean even if subliminally they don't know that that's what they're trying to do you know what i'm saying even if subliminally they don't know that they're trying to do this for re for for clicks and retweets and and repost and oh this person is the one that film you know what i mean i think you're shooting them a lot of bell i think they know exactly what they're doing no i don't think in in those moments i don't think oh you're talking about the young lady recording george floyd no 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 
I'm talking about the person who's recording Takeoff. I don't think, I think we're in a society now where recording now in the event of something like that, it's so second nature that we don't even think about it that deep. Even though subconsciously all that stuff is happening because we've been conditioned to think that way. You know what I'm saying? I find it hard to believe that they don't... You could be right. Because you and I don't think that way. Right, because I... Because let me tell you... The generation... Because in this situation right here, Frank, you and I are not standing there. Uh -uh. But I do remember an instance where I saw somebody get hit by a car. And the reaction from people in that moment was was different than my own action. Um, Me and my wife went to go get some food. And as I'm about to walk in the door, you hear tires screech and you hear the hit. By the time I turned around, it was an older guy. Him and his cane was airborne. I ran over to him. But the same people who was in the vicinity that heard and saw what I saw, they pulled out their phones. I told you it's second nature. And for some people, for some people, that's that's their that's how they're involved in that moment. So when I ran over to him, I was like, Are you okay? I'm checking him to see if his bones are broken or whatever. And he was conscious. And I, one person walked up with their phone, but they're not, the phone is not to their face. So I'm like, Are you calling 911? And they're like, no, nah, let me get to it. And then they started fumbling with their phone. By the time they do that, I took out the phone and called 911. And I'm talking to the receptionist or the the operator and telling them, hey, look, we're at this address. This just happened. This car hit him. The gentleman looks like he's about this age and everything like that. And it's like, y'all had y'all phone out damn near a minute before I said anything to y'all. Like, why did I have to be the one to call? Like, why wasn't, why didn't I hear you detailing the situation? Like, imagine if that was your grandfather that just got, like, and that's how I think about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine, imagine that somebody close to me. Like, would you want their last, like, not even close to you, what if it was you? Would you want your last moment spent with people recording you or trying to help you? I think, and I'm not saying everything written in rap lyrics is violent, but there's something about our communities where a lot of us move off of pride. In our, in our community, which is usually reflected into our into our artistry in our lyrics. Art is a reflection com- of life. Always. But in our in our communities, pride, especially amongst us men, get the best of us a lot. I guarantee you, whatever was going on in there could have been handled a different way. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes, sometimes we let a lot of challenges to our pride and to our ego get the best of us. Think of the situation. Diddy, I don't know if you saw the video where Diddy was. Diddy, Diddy committed to his Joker. As the Joker, shit. yeah, Diddy committed to his Joker shit. You know what I'm saying? He was, he was, he was chasing down, like he was running up the Tyler the Creator. I think everybody, everybody was in LA this past weekend for like all the Hall- Halloween shit. Diddy was fully committed into the role, but then he runs into into the actor who plays Two Bit from Power. Right, right, and I don't. Your sir, your whole mask and everything you got on is done so well. I don't recognize one of the most recognizable faces in our community, right? In our society, and you up here wilding out and all of that. And now, because you win my face, I feel like you ego checking me. 
pride, ego takes takes hold. Now you watching Diddy, who got way more to lose, go back and forth with two bit, and not saying he don't got enough to lose because he's still on TV, still making money. But we watching two two successful black men go at each other like they like it was about to be on. And they didn't have a real problem. It was just ego. No, because you playing too much. It, honestly, what it boiled down to is you play too much. You know what I'm saying? <coughs> but that's ego, exactly what it was. But ego got me got me in a way. Now, luckily, Diddy, who's been in this game for a long period of time, checked himself. You're the 50 year old man, and like even even when Diddy even because Diddy was like he could, from what we hear, Diddy get active. But even Diddy, Diddy checked himself and was like, hey, bro, change your vibration. That's his new, that's his new shit now. Change your vibration. Look at like it's it's me, it's Puff. And you can see the switch change, like, oh shit, I know who you are. Damn, you were so committed. Them niggas hugged. He was like, hey man, come to the party, da 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 da. But Diddy de-escalated that situation. Right. Someone in these situations have to start de-escalating the situation. I was watching. Van, Van Lathan, he was on, he was on live with DJ Envy, of all people. And I, y'all know, I, I DJ saw Envy that happen, the high I didn't tap into it. But I, I tapped in, I tapped in, and they were both talking, like, is there a disconnect? Because when we were growing up, there were certain, I know certain niggas in the neighborhood that would be like, hey, Marvin, you don't need to be over there. The OGs used to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, they know they know I ain't really in that street life. They know I might know these dudes. I might have grew up on the same block with them, rode bikes with them. You know, back in the day, we had bike games. Y'all, y'all traveled, like, the whole, little, the whole little square between one avenue to the next avenue. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Like, yeah, yeah. you know them bike gangs. Y'all do that. Like, these might be, these might be my, like, these my bros. But the OGs would be like, hey, dog, don't, you know, they, they know that that's not my lane. Right. You back in the day, future. that used to be that. I don't know if the OG, if there's a disconnect between the OGs with these newer, with the with the newer kids. You know what I'm saying? I feel like maybe there's a disconnect there because Diddy, as an OG, checked himself and then brought himself down to bring this guy because it could have it could have got there. It definitely could have got there because because I, I wish I knew his real name, but Two Bit was ready to get active too. You know what I'm saying? Right. But there was somebody in there who was prepared to. Bring it down and de-escalate the situation. I don't know if there's a disconnect there. It was a it was an interesting conversation to hear. I People just don't who think that I would culture... consider to be somewhat they would kind of be our like they're in their forties and stuff. Like I feel like there's decades of separation where the that would so are should we have been should our generation have been talking to the twenties like hey you know what I'm saying hey that's chill out is that something we didn't pass on or is that something that the OGs from the the forties I, I don't know talk to me. The 40-year-old should have said. I get what you're saying. And I... And I understand. I think less and less that that unwritten rule got passed on. Like, mm -hmm. violence should only happen when it's necessary. Unnecessary violence bring un, un, unwanted attention. So there's no and reason... that was it. That was even it. Like, hey, we could all be doing illegal shit, but unnecessary violence makes the block hot. There was a reason for that. Right. We don't do that shit over here. You only you only get to that point if it's absolutely necessary. If we could work some shit out, fuck it, we work some shit out. We don't have to like each other, but we both have to understand the rules of it. Even those gangsters back in the day, they understood the value of not 
of talking it out and not letting things get ugly. And I don't think that now, rule passed on through the generations. And and I, I I agree, but it may not have been like now we're at a point where it's like you don't got to be a gangster to be a dummy with a gun. You know what I'm saying? Right. And when I say gangster, I mean just just somebody the, living a certain life. Right, somebody living a certain life. Like even now, so our generation when we was young, we still fought. Like we didn't we didn't tote guns or anything like that. Like if you had a beef, we throw hands a little bit and that was it. Like at the end of it, both people walked away. Sometimes. Sometimes dude got knocked out, but even then he would get up and walk away eventually. Nobody died, nobody went to the hospital for the most part. People today, they don't even fight no more. Like, yeah, like it's just it things are just way different now. And not for the better. And I don't even I don't know what it will take for it to get to the best. Because just as much as we see negative influences, there's positive influences out there. For every person that's saying something negative, there's somebody saying something positive. I just don't understand why one is paid more attention to than the other. People, people, um, Violence attracts. And there's something about the American community. I'm just going to say American in general. Um, the United States, where we're fixated on violence. Like, one of the highest genres are true crimes. And you know who mostly attracted to those? Women. That Jeffrey Dahmer thing came out. It's probably one of Netflix's most watched things. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a certain... Criminal Minds was one of my favorite shows growing up. Growing up... <laughs> No, you're right. Growing up. Like, that's crazy, right? Like, But you never really acted on it? 18, not acting on it, but you see what I'm saying? America, U.S. has a fascination with certain violence, is what I'm saying to you. I get you. And there's there, you asked, why is there so much? I wish I could answer that. But there is, there is some correlation. You know what I'm saying? But for some reason, I want to understand the correlation where it comes... To it's our artists who are dying to the violence. That's 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 it. That's all I'm trying to like. Hmm. I, I and and I I pray for for takeoff for 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 it, takeoff's family for for Quavo Offset, all of that. And I second that. All right, that was heavy. Early, um, let's get into some new music. I know we talked uh, last last episode that Rihanna was dropping, SZA was coming back with something. Um, you heard the new Rihanna? I have not. What do you do all week? <laughs> I was trying to wrap up. And certain work. people, I always expect you like. When certain people come around, I expect you to at least give it a give it a. I'm gonna twirl. be honest. So this past maybe two weeks, I haven't consumed a lot of new music because I'm listening to an audio book and it really has my attention. Okay. So a lot of audio books that I listen to are either related to business or history of some sort like that. But it's always been heavy topics. Like I kind of kind of hit my wall with listening to business books. It's like okay, I've heard enough books on how to be a better professional and more productive and all that. It was just tiring. And then 
I was listening to the 1619 Project, and that shit is heavy. Because some of it the shit they super heavy, but it's it's important shit. It's to important, but man, it's like it's one of those things where it's like, look how far we come, only to feel like we haven't come far at all. Mm-hmm. And I hit my wall with that book. Like, okay, you know what? I need to listen to something a little lighter. And that's what I did. I found a book on it's a I think the name of the author is Drew Hayes, and he wrote a book about um superheroes and shit. And I I never heard of this book ever. And I said, fuck it, I'm gonna give it a shot. And I started listening to it and I'm really digging the story. So literally, I've been running through this book. I'm on the last book of the whole series now. That's what's up. So that's why but I haven't been consuming new movies. I'll give you all right, I'll give you that pass because you you consuming, you know, you 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 edifying yourself. <laughs> People hate the word edify. It was like that first word we it's that first like big word we learned when we were kids. <laughs> you learned. I ain't never heard that shit before. Edify? You ain't yeah. never heard of edify? Actually, I'd have heard of edify for the first time like two weeks ago. My brother said it. And even then I had to look at the dude next to me. It was like, what does that mean? <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> um, but there was new there was new music that came out. Um Rihanna dropped the lift me up song people were very ready to hear the new rihanna after six years and everything and it's more of a ballad um it was written by tim's it was written in dedication to to chadwick boseman for the black panther soundtrack so it was more slower than i think people were expecting (laughs) um and i don't think it got the i think in the movie that's gonna be the one that that's going that's going that's where your tear going. That's when it's going. It's going. It's going. It's going to grab at your your water ducts in your eyes. Like it's going to do something for you. But I think to something that I would just listen to on a day to day, nah. It's it's it it it, it wasn't. It, I listened to it twice, but it's not something I I throw on a playlist or nothing like that. Got you. That movie now is going to tug on a lot of people' ear ducts. Oh, I can see it now. Ear ducts. Let's try that again. Tear ducks, tear, tear ducks. That's gotcha. what I meant. I apologize. <laughs> uh, SZA put out a new song, Shirt. SZA don't miss. SZA don't miss, bro. She don't. I think TDE does a piss poor job marketing her. I think she's talented. She's great looking. And seeing her in interviews, she has a charismatic personality. So it's like, why not put her in front of the camera more? Also... I- I, I don't always think that that's the case. Because if you ever notice with TDE, no one is overly pushed. And she seems like a person who is in front of the cameras when she wants to be in front of the camera. She give you her piece and then she fade to the back. It seems she gives me the, the, the that's her personality. Maybe. But I know for a while she was trying to get her album out, but they kept holding it. They kept pushing it back. So that's what I'm thinking that maybe she wanted to be out there more. But you could be right. Um, Have you listened to Chloe Bailey's new album? I believe she dropped new music too. She dropped her song. She didn't drop a new album. Okay. And how's that? Uh, she dropped a new song with, with Lotto called For the Night. I, I, I'm fucking Oh, that's the nice. song where um, I think in the song, Drewski is like a boyfriend. He calls on FaceTime. Yeah. Okay, I did yeah. catch that. I caught the video to that. 
a lot of people are, are, are alluding it to being um, written about uh, the gentleman that's in prison. What's his name? Gunner. Yeah, a lot of people are attributing it to be written about Gunner. I have to go back and really. I was just listening to it and I didn't catch that, but I, maybe I need to go back and watch the video. Maybe the video is insinuating more about Gunner than the song is. Man, I got a conspiracy theory about that relationship. I don't think that really. I think that relationship was to promote that song. Like that's me. I think yeah. I think that relationship was to promote her or help help. What's the word? Increase her brand. I you know I'm not gonna lie to you. It seemed like it would have worked out the other way because Gunner wasn't. She was way more famous at that point than he was. I don't know, man. Gunner was. I mean, he he had been on some tracks. Yeah, but like so Chloe. His name was on the rise as well. I think it was probably one of those things where it's like, okay, it'll help the both of you out if y'all did this. Yeah, don't say y'all together, but work on some songs. Because they looked awkward with each other. Always. <laughs> Always. Um, Mariah, the scientist, she's an R&B artist. She put out a song called About Mine. Projects from last week, you had Kodak dropped his, Cutthroat Bill, Volume 1. I, you know, I don't fuck with it, but, you know, I know our listeners I listen to it. You listen to it. You made time for that? I caught a couple of his songs. He's oh, on my algorithms okay. for you, too. <laughs> okay. Okay. You miss Rihanna, but you had time for Kodak. Don't no, judge No, it's me. fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, other projects that came out last week, you had Division. We're working, working on my karma. Man, I know you. I know you ain't no R and B head because I never hear you even talk about anything R and B other than the playlist I sent you. No, it, I but. can't. All right, so you know how you, you could tell me, yeah, Frank, I play basketball, right? And I'd be like, yeah, cool, you play a little basketball. Now, if I was LeBron James, you wouldn't say I play basketball because it's like I play basketball, but you really play basketball. So what what okay. I do on the basketball court doesn't compare to what you do. So I'm not even going to say I do what you do. That's how you are with R&B. I listen to R&B, but if I'm talking to you, you, Marvin Adams, I can't say I listen to R&B because there's levels to it. There's <laughs> levels to it. I'm not on your level of R&B consumption. I, and you know what I realized when we were talking? We talked music this week. We right. talked music literally as I was editing the episode last week. And I could tell that you you thought I was judging you as we talked about your music. And I we did. were talking through text. So. And I'm like, why do you keep getting offended? I'm just saying, like, hey, I would I really want to hear like a playlist that you put together. And you was like, Well, what you mean? And I was like, Well, I want to hear a playlist that you because put together. The last song I picked, <laughs> Polit, is a song that I actually fuck with. And it's like, dude, that's it's it's not what you said verbatim, but it was like, the song is interesting. So then I'm like, No, okay. I said, I said, it's interesting in the scope of what you listen to. Like, your ear is everywhere. So is mine. But you're like, you'll give me some Tribe Call Quest one day and you'll talk about Kodak Black got some new shit, Super Gremlin, da 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 da. And I'm like, Oh, all right, all right, that's different. <laughs> Cause you still listen to Tribe Called Quest and 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 that era of music, heavy. Yeah. And it's like okay, most people who are still heavy into that type of music aren't really the Kodak Black super type. gremlin type. Yeah. Right. So 
that's why it's like it's really interesting. Just hip hop alone. We're not even talking about other genres. Hip hop alone, the scope of what you listen to is different. So I was like, yeah, I would I wouldn't mind you putting together a playlist. I'd be really interested in what you would consider the new music that's you know that you you're consuming now. Gotcha. And I, and it took it took us twenty minutes for Frank to realize I wasn't trying to like. Accuse him. Twenty of minutes in a voice text, so I could hear the the context and the tone of his voice. Like, nah, I'm not judging you. I'm just curious. And I think more because I'm a villain most times, and less because I I you consider I I listen to music you was do the real reason. Like you, the first tattoos you got was of music notes. Right. Okay. Granted. So um, again, you consume music on a level different than I do. So me and you can probably listen to the same song one time, and what I pull from that song hearing it once, and what you pull from that song hearing it once would probably be two different things. We should probably do that one day. Find a song that we both haven't heard and play it, and it's like, okay, what did you get from this? And I bet it'll be vastly different. Interesting. Maybe we'll do that with the with the vibes of the week next week. Maybe All we'll right. do a special like music episode or something like that, and we just go through it. We'll see. We'll see. But other projects that came out, Division, R&B project, sir, if, you, if you're looking for some, some, some R&B to get into, like, see, my favorite R&B artist, and it it's, may sound misogynistic as fuck, I love a good male vocal. Like, I love the women, but, like, I love a good male vocal. Like, when I could tell, like, hey, man, that man could do, like, you could hear the tricks that he could do. With his vocals, like it, it, it's effortless. A Wanye, by example, uh-huh. I consider Wanye to be probably top five best vocals ever. He was never, he was never a single guy, for men a single star, or period for men. Oh, okay. Nah, because the best, the best vocals, I, I honestly, the best vocal is a female, and her name is Whitney Houston, and she's no longer here with us. Yeah, I've nah, seen her no out sing opera singers. We've all seen that video. That was impressive, wasn't it? Yeah. And she was, a, a crazy thing, she was just fucking around. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she wasn't, she was just, you see, she laughing and everything. She wasn't even trying hard. Didn't warm up. Nothing. Did that shit on a Tuesday. That lady was gifted, man. Um, But if you're interested in new R&B that you may relate to as a, as a niggas talking from our perspective, I think you'll fuck with that. Okay. You'll fuck with the vision. Um, your boy Westside Gun put out a put out a project, 10. I just can't get into him. Really, of all of all the of all the you 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 put me on the group. I did. I I just I really fuck with Benny the Butcher and Conway. They Damn, both on the album. Not so much. Really? Yeah, it's crazy. Interesting. Interesting. Um, I don't know. So I'm recently hearing about this guy, Smino. I'd never really heard of him before. Recently, he has a song out with J. Cole um, and a brand new album. But I hear a lot of people were like, yo, I'm ready to, I'm really more ready to hear that Smino album than this 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 Drake and 21 that's coming out. And I'm like, what am I missing? Did I not know about this dude? Now, I heard those songs he has with J. Cole. And I fuck with the vibe. I'm gonna get an album a shot, but I didn't know if maybe somebody this is somebody you knew or no, I'm not familiar with Smino. <laughs> <It's the worst. laughs> 
<laughs> I got okay. where's he from? Sounds like he's from New York with a name like Smino. I don't bro, when I'm telling you and, and the and the oh in the video, it seemed kind of country. I don't even know why I asked that. Regions don't have sounds anymore. Not a person could be from. I'm not gonna let you get on your regions like don't have sound soapbox. I'm gonna I'm gonna kick the soapbox before you step up. <laughs> it don't, man. It just don't. Um, so music that dropped this past Friday, the day we're recording, that Drake at 21, her loss, the Black Panther soundtrack dropped today. Now see that I'm gonna dive into. It's got Rihanna, Future, Rima. Fireboy DML. I've been seeing that name a lot lately. Who did the album? Because I know the last album, Kendrick did it. Who did this one? I'm not sure yet. I'm not. I haven't listened to it. I haven't, you know, gone through it to see who the executive producer and everything. I know Kendrick had, you know, he, his fingerprints were all over the first soundtrack. It was very um, West Coast influence. From what I hear, Rihanna's supposed to have a second song on there. I haven't stopped to listen. Yeah. And I haven't seen the track list yet. Uh... Let me see if I can find it. I'm working really hard not to be spoiled by that. Um, let's not see. To be Futures on what? the album. The any Black Panther, anything. <laughs> Futures on the album. Thames, which we I think we've heard her song. Rihanna is supposed to actually have another song on the album. Stormzy, Fireboy DML. I like Stormzy. Um, E40, The Pink Panthers. Never heard of her or him. <laughs> Uh, Snow the product I have heard of Toby's on the album. Uh, all right, that's that's another. As guy with the I'm previous, as with the previous, it was executive produced by Kendrick Lamar. Ah, okay. I'm hey that 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 might be the next thing that I that I throw in there. Um, have you heard any of Drake in Twenty One? I haven't heard the song. I heard of the song. It's stirring a lot of news lately. I should have went and played the song after I heard what I heard of the song. I should have went and played it and heard, listened to the song for myself. Well, that's usually what I do if, if it's something's causing dude, enough when ruckus. I say I had my head down working, I didn't listen to no music today. I didn't even listen to the book while I was working. I'm not going to lie to you. I very rarely work without music. Music is like, music is like, I live it with a soundtrack. You know what I'm saying? So like, I very rarely, very rarely work without music. There's days where I listen to podcasts on the road and everything, but I'm probably going to get a couple songs in before I get toward my destination. And that's how I usually am. But when I work without music, that means I'm really trying to get the shit in. Okay. So tell me, tell me about the song. Was it even uh, so good? This, here, you know, crazy. This particular song probably has one of the better beats on the whole album. Yeah. As soon as it comes in, I'm like, oh, oh, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play a little clip for you. Tell me if you catch the, if you catch the the sample, which I'm sure you will. One more time. Yup. <laughs> I've 
I've been blowing oh. through the money like a grown cheese. I've been fucking on a French bitch, say la vie. I just put them on a jet, now they all Italian. Way I'm dressing till I've been to a thousand islands. This bitch lie by getting shots, but she's still a stallion. She don't even get the joke, but she's still smiling. Every night, late night, like I'm Jimmy Fallon. Crow shoot from anywhere, like you Ray Allen. Crody, turn me up. Crody, turn me up. Crody, turn me up. As you can see, it didn't even take long, right? But but you feel me? You feel me, right? Because you made the same face I made. Because let's be real. I don't care what you say. The way they flip the beat, I fuck with. You know what I'm saying? I, for one, I already fuck with the original song. Oh, I love one more time. And then the way they flipped the beat when the when the when the when the baseline and the hi-hat came, that little kick came in, I was like, let's go. Drake came in. Right on the beat, you know what I'm saying? Rapping his shit. But for the fourth line, I already like you already like everybody is familiar with the with the line at this point. The line is this bitch lie about getting shots, but she's still a stallion. It wasn't even clever. It's just messy. And I get it's a, and I get it's a double entendre, but it's messy and Drake's a better writer than that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Like Drake, I trust in your pen. People may think you don't write, but I know I've been around long enough. You know what I'm saying? I trust in your pen. The only reason it's a double on the fact that it's a double entendre makes it messy. Yeah, because it means you thought about it and you You did think about it. If it was if it was if if the Tory and Megan situation never happened and there was a line about that, then it was just, okay, he's talking about ass shots, but she's still fine. She's lying about getting ass shot, but she's still fine. But the fact that the Tori and Megan situation exists makes it a double entendre, makes it messy as fuck. And you and you can't say you didn't that you weren't alluding to it. And I get what you're going for. I get the ass shots was the point. Right. But, but you're very clearly being messy. Right. I'm gonna ask you this. Cause Drake usually only be messy with girls who He's either fuck with or aren't fucking with him. That, that's Drake. I love Drake. Aubrey gets a little messy, right? Yeah. So I'm going to ask you, you think Drake feel like Meg owe him some pussy or something? Look, I'll say this. Drake spends a lot of time in Houston. That's one of his cities. Megan is from Houston. I'm pretty sure they crossed paths a couple of times. We've all seen Drake's type. He like him thick. Not too many of them come thicker than Megan. I'm pretty sure he shot his shot at her. You you feel like maybe, and I feel like the way he being so messy is like they had something set up and she ain't answered a you up text and she left the nigga on red. Like he, he, he like it's kind of messy. Like, let's be real. He probably feeling like she owe him sex. He ain't never touched that coochie and Lord knows he want to touch it. Now you look salty about it. Then you have on the next on another song that's kind of like the location song of the of the album. Yeah, it's uh, "Middle of the Ocean" is the name of the song. Love the beat, Drake killing it. Ah uh, ah uh, ah. Uh. You shooting at Serena Williams' husband, calling him a groupie. Why is he being messy? You know Drake got it. You know he got his little hair in. They've been laying his baby hairs down. I don't know. I don't know why Drake being so messy. 
Now that one didn't hit me. That one didn't throw me off as much as the other one because you know we all know Drake and Serena had a little had had a thing going they back and forth. Did. And I forgot all about that. This you know what I'm saying? The they, time dated, she was they dated. Common. They did it twice, if I remember correctly. But this is also around the time she was dating Common. Like she was involved with both men, Common and Drake. I think I think the way Drake kind of spells it out is like Common was like uh, dirty macking. There's a line in the song referencing that. It is. It is. Can you help me out? Well, I think did Drake say it in the song? Yeah. It bothers me. It bothers me when the gods get to acting like the broads. Ah, uh, yes. That's the line. What song was that on? Stage gaming. Okay. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know what Drake's so messy for. All in all, I, I like the project. I, I want to sit with it a little longer. I mean, like I said, it came out today. I probably only listened it through, listened through it all the way probably once. But yeah, man, I ain't gonna lie to you. That line rubbed me the wrong way, and and honestly, I think it rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. Cause I, I more more comments than not. I just think people just even if you don't ride for Megan, it's just more like that seems weird. Yeah, and it <laughs> doesn't. Weird. She's not doing shit. She didn't to nobody. antagonize you in any way. <laughs> and it seems like whenever somebody says something, it's unwarranted. Like she's chilling doing her own thing, and then it comes from left field with somebody's bringing her name into something. I mean, now we see with Drake before it was, hell, just a, a week or two ago, it was the baby. Prior to that, it was, I forgot. I believe it was one other song that says something about her that was unwarranted. And then prior to that, it's been a whole bunch of people in the interviews that have nothing to do with Megan, but want to voice their opinion on her, on her and her situation. It's, it's, like I said, it's just weird. It was just weird coming from Drake, cause it's like, like, like you wanted a you you wanted them, you know what I'm saying? Like you don't you don't have to do that. And You're of a certain I echelon people, where you shouldn't be doing this. Yeah, and, and 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 I'm not saying you shouldn't talk shit to the people who need to get shit talked to, cause Hove do, you know what I'm saying? And Hove is the like if anyone's the bar of, you've reached this level now where you're like you're with one you're one of them. You wanted the Beyonce's, the 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 Drakes, the the formerly known as Kanye's. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna call him moving forward. Formerly Take, known as that, Kanye. He's got evicted from that that that. No, but you know what I'm saying. Like you you've ri- you've risen like you've been risen to a certain extra line where you shouldn't be doing that. That's why it seems so weird that that the guy formerly known as Kanye is doing the things that he's doing because it's like, bro, you should like you. What are you doing? You see the level you're on. Let's move past that shit. Right. Um, and I'm not gonna say a fucking thing about anything he's done this week. I'm not gonna lie to you. Too many, too many episodes have had his name said. Um, but I did see him in 21. Drake and 21 are gonna be uh, on Tiny Desk. I'm excited for that. Yeah. I feel like they need a they need a 30 minute I, Tiny Desk with two artists. I just feel like all they're gonna perform is this new songs. And some of them are good, I'm, uh, granted, but it's like, when Drake get a tiny desk, I want to see Drake get a tiny desk. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I would prefer him be by himself. I'll take it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll take it, but I would have preferred. Maybe they might get an extended uh, session of it. I mean, at least let see. them, at least, I think it'll be dope. It, 
of course they're going to do the songs they have together. But let each one get four songs that's theirs. Oh, that's not Tiny Desk. <laughs> you know, Tiny Desk, at most you get five songs. I know, but I'm saying Tiny extended don't be more in than this case. At like, that. Then is it the Tiny Desk, Tiny Concert? Is it at that point? I guess not. That's why that's why I said I would have preferred. <laughs> but yeah, that was completely unwarranted. She responded, by the way. I think at this point she's just tired of people bringing it up. Yeah, and, and her her response was just, you know, her her being annoyed by it. She mentioned something about clout and all of that, but and people were like, "Oh, Drake don't need Drake don't need clout from you." Da, da, da. Then why did he do it? Like I'm still trying to like I think yeah, he her had no whole reason to thing do it. was Trying to understand why he did it, but also part of this, uh, part of this, this promo tour for this album, Drake and Twenty One sat down with Howard Stern. How Crazy, that? I, they they sat down with Howard Stern. Howard, they had an interview with Howard. Stern. You know, promo. I think Drake hasn't done promo for two albums straight. This is this is the one album I've seen him do some, even a little bit of promo. Are they on the cover for. of Vogue as well? If you say so, uh, yeah, I think they're on the cover of Vogue or some some big magazine. Oh, I'm 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 down. I'm I'm happy for that. Um, so while while on Howard Stern, Howard asked Drake what his favorite type of porn was. And BBW. His response, no, his response was top. His response was what? Top. T O P. Yes, T O P. Head, yeah. He said his, his response is like, okay. Like, see, the thing that, is, like, when you talking about sex and you say top, you got to be specific. It could mean a lot of stuff now. So, in 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 for me, when I first heard it, because I let the the video play all the way through, I see that he was talking about about head, and he was like, you know, he thinks the people who give like the highest grade. Of uh, of head are like the, some of the greatest people on earth. <laughs> That's how he was talking. Okay, you know what I'm saying. And I'm like, yeah, but I it didn't hit me that type of way. But when I heard other people react to it, I was like, oh, I can see how y'all heard that though. Like I can totally see. Like you know, you you seen the you seen the meme of of Drewski where he's like. What do you mean by that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you see, even when you said a top, I mean, that's probably why you said it that way. It's like, let me see how Frank gonna react to if I just say top. It's like, what? Are you, give me more. You can't just say top. That could mean a lot of different stuff. But remember, he also from another country. He do speak a lot of his. Nah, nigga, he's been in slag. the U.S. long enough to understand, and he has he a house in Miami. Top could easily really mean some gay like shit. It could be. It very easily could be. And some, and, and I heard, uh, I heard, uh, heard them say like Drake. This isn't the first time Drake has been in interviews when he, where he is, and he answers these questions in like these weird, ambiguous ways. Mm. What did they call it? They say gay baiting. It was just, it was just funny to me. I was right. Like, <laughs> okay. See, there you go. That's was exactly like, what he did. What? Like really, that's a thing. And it was like he he does that sometimes. But it, it did make me think. As this is our podcast, Frank, what's your favorite porn category? Like, what's the one that you, no matter you go other places, what do you always come back to? 
My favorite. What's one? Uh, shit, probably MILF. MILF. You got a thing for the older ladies. I do. But the MILF category ain't what it used to be because all the women are my age now. So, Damn. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> That's another way I knew I got old. Because they be like, this hot 30-year-old MILF puts... And it's like, she younger than me. <laughs> like, that's... that's Well, this not getting it. Well, now you got to move to GILF. I'm not going to deny that I have. <laughs> uh, I mean, I mean, I've, I've, I've traveled those roads. You know what I'm saying? I've traveled the MILF roads. I've traveled. I'm not going to deny nor confirm that I've traveled the GILF roads as well. I mean, sometimes you just, hey, what it's like in this category. Might find a few things you want to click on. Just saying. Opening up a couple um, of tabs. Right click. Right? <laughs> right click. Like muscle Opening memory. New, new tab. <laughs> um, What's yours? I, I, I said mine. So you got you got the share. Um, okay. If now, like you like I said, you know, I you do travel other places. You'll go look at a couple other things. You'll get stuck in some... But what's home? You gotta let me know what's home. <sighs> home for me... I'll say ebony. Look like an ebony now, guy. ebony is weak. That's weak, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say, don't give me ebony. I ain't gonna lie to you. I like a little amateur. Amateur's a good one. Amateur's Here's good why. One. Let, hear me out. Hear me out. I understand a lot of people go and watch porn for all the like the, the the super perfect bodies and all this other and like the girl who could do the like the craziest things with her hands and head and like what did Drake say? The highest tier of top givers. Come on, Drake. Come on now. That was even that was anyway, but it's something about hey, set that phone, set that phone right there. At least make sure the TV it's not the on. I would appreciate that. Cause, cause I feel like you know sometimes I don't need the I don't need the the six pack body on the ladies. You know what I'm saying? I don't need I don't need the curb to be so crazy. Hot sometimes just the passion. Sometimes the, like she don't like, need to look hey, like she, Wonder Woman. Just look like a woman. Like she really in, like hey she hey she right hey, she she is enjoy she love this nigga. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah. Like it's eye contact, it's all sorts of like it's just real, you know what I'm saying? You and want I, I to connect see, with it. Like someone who you think is a quote unquote regular person performing well. Like you said, you want to see like a regular chick fuck, like she really like him. It's different. That's just me. You know what I'm saying? No, I get you. I get you. That makes sense. I'm gonna ask you this, and then we can move on. Which I already think I know the answer to this. If you had to guess, or maybe you know, what's your wife's favorite porn category? I think she's an ebony person. She's boring. Eb- but see, that's the thing. Like black women, I want to say most of them, they want to see black people do it. They don't want to see. They damn sure ain't clicking on no interracial or no shit like that. Mm. And then, 
And these, from what I, the conversation I have with people, they don't like watching white people do it. They'll watch a Latina. They click on Latina here and there, but mostly Ebony. I'm not big on. And they even have the stars. The they like they they, you know, they got the Mr. Marcuses. They got the. Before they found out he was a weirdo, Brian Pumper. They had they they had their favorites. But Brian Pumper, I always thought Brian Pumper was a weirdo, but I don't know what the, what did he do? No, that nigga's weird as fuck, man. I was I was uh on this YouTube channel. That nigga tried to be a rapper. <laughs> nigga was trying to be a rapper. Yeah, he was trying and... to get signed by 50 Cent. Matter of fact, because was it him? I want to say because it was him. There was a rumor that Lloyd Banks was gay. And I believe it was him because a lot of people said he looked like Lloyd Banks. Okay. He did gay porn that I don't know about? Dude, a lot of those dudes do gay porn too. Motherfuckers swing both ways. That's not uncommon. I'm not saying it is, but I'm unaware. That's all. Yeah, nigga, you're not clicking on the genre. Neither am I. This is just rumors I heard. I felt I had to clean that up. All right, we can move on. We can move on. (laughs) We can move on. Okay. Um, Yeah, I'm I'm not a big fan of other people too, too much. Unless... It's a good amateur video, y'all. Maybe you know. Maybe y'all set up the phone on the on the nightstand so it don't shake too much. Maybe there's a maybe there's a ring light somewhere so I can get a good visual. Shit, Bang it's Bus not dark used in there. to be my favorite because that was like I'm not a fan of Bang Bus. I used to be a big fan of that shit because I thought when it was we were, real when we were younger. But now when you watch it, it's so formulaic. It's like you really drop that hole off in the Everglades. Y'all cut that shit up, right? <laughs> But before, like in high school, when we ain't know no better, I thought that shit was real. I used to watch the, I used to watch the clip, not even really giving a fuck about the sex. I was like, "Hey, where they finna lead this hoe?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> they and fate left that girl in the Everglades, and I was like, "These niggas crazy!" Like I was, my mind was blown. I used to be blown away because I thought they would pick up a random woman, throw a couple dollars at her. And she would let strangers record her having sex. I was like this. But although I do believe that does happen, though, I think most women would become prostitutes for the right amount. Not going to say all according women. To, according to you, you ha- it has to be a million dollars. If you believe that shit, you believe that shit. I'm just saying. <laughs> My nigga. <laughs> At least you can admit that. On that note, man, give me an old school vibe of the week. So old school vibe is skewed on the Barbie feature and Ray Khan from Wu Tang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe I am a replay. You want to play for it? Play it in. What is my shit? Denominator, the nigga numerator. Never know who to hate. A niggas cater to your ego. I'm sorry, like Atari, who's the cousin to Calico. Fish in Puerto Rico, back on the street like Chico. You know what's crazy? How many times I've given names when I was a kid? How I gave names to songs in my head? Know each other and it's cool. I just assigned the song a name. Never, never called it that. I always called it old school play. My whole life always called an old school flip. So, like, when you said it, I was like, what's that? Well, black folks Even do that a lot. It's on a playlist for me. Because I have, like, some of my favorite Andre 3000 verses. Or big boy verses on a playlist. I'm a playlist guy. But I have that. And it's like, I have that song. 
I probably listened to it probably like a week or two ago, and I still didn't know the name of the song. I was like, oh, nigga, that old school player. <laughs> so this this song here has one of your favorite Andre verses. It's either Andre or Big Boy. It's one or the other. So I have like a mixture of both. The reason I caught that, because Andre is probably one of the fewest rappers where if you would have asked me what's your favorite verse from him, I have a verse in my head that I could tell you. And that's the verse from um, Elevators. When he said, I, I was at the ball the other day, got a, heard a call from the other way that I just came from. A nigga was saying something, talking about, hey, man, don't I remember you from school? No, not really, but he kept smiling like a clown, facial expression, looking silly. Then he kept asking me, what kind of car you drive? I know you paid. I know you got buku money from all the songs that y'all done made. And I replied, I've been going through the same thing that he has. True, I got more fans than the average man, but not enough through the last me. To the end of the week, I live out of meat okay. like you live check the check. Okay. If you don't okay. move your feet, then I don't eat, so we like neck the neck. So we done came a long way like them slim ass cigarettes from Virginia. This ain't gonna stop, so we just gonna continue. Love that verse. I, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> clearly. Um, I, I think I downloaded an old mixtape some years ago um, back when, you know, we were downloading, um, what are those things called? Torrents? Back when we were downloading torrents, I right? I missed when those I downloaded days. A full, I downloaded a full, the full Outkast discography at the time, and it had like a mixtape in there where it just literally had all, it was a mixtape full of just all Andre 3000 verses, like all the best Andre 3000 verses and all the best- Big boy. Uh- Big boy versus on like it was like it was like its own double disc. Damn, boy, Fuck somebody took it. their time with that. Forty five minutes, I think each of them like forty five minutes each. Fuck with it hard. Pause. Why you were not talking about nothing gay? All right, my uh my old school vibe of the week is uh you will know uh by Black Men United. It was a song. That had Tevin Campbell, Elder Barge, Gerald Levert, Tony, 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 Boys to Men, Was this Short, on a movie soundtrack Lenny or Kravitz, Aaron Hall, Brian McKnight, Keith Sweat, Stokely, H-Town, Christopher Williams, So Portrait, this song was the Avengers Hall, of black R&B singers? Joe. <laughs> D'Angelo, Usher. What was the... The reason to have all these people on one song. What's the re? What was the reason? You sound like Cardi. Um, <laughs> this had to be on the movie soundtrack or something. It was on the Jason lyrics soundtrack. Oh, okay, tell me something. I'm like, dude, it was on the Jason lyrics soundtrack for no reason. Um, these guys had gotten together to de- they dedicated all the royalties from this song to charities that promoted peace. Within the black community. Ah, okay. Um, okay. Just to you know to stop down some violence. And if you remember in Jason's lyric, there was violence between just two families. Just but I'm gonna go ahead and let you hear. I remember this song. I remember this song.
don't think you can make a song like this right now. Like, who are the artists you would pull from? Unless you're making this type of song with drill music. <laughs> this nigga said drill music. Wow. Um, dude, this was this was literally every top R&B group artist at the time all on one song. It's like we are the world, but for black men. Exactly. And yeah. I think it was it's it's it, I think it came out '94. So it's around that time, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Uh, and it was just promoting like, hey, we gotta, we gotta stop. At least for us, let's try to do our best to to protect each other instead of go at one another. No, but it was a good song. It's definitely a dope song. And I knew it had to be from. Uh, remember, like I said on the last episode, they don't make soundtracks like they used to. They don't. They don't. Hopefully this Black Panther 2 can can hold the weight that Black Panther 1 uh laid down. You know what I'm saying? Like it really needs to I pray that it that it comes it sonically feels the way that felt. Cuz I, I think mean, look, like we said, we've only had two in the last decade or so. Black Panther 1 soundtrack set a pretty high bar. Like I, that soundtrack is in is is in my music list. Like I listen to several songs on that. Matter of fact, my favorite song on that on that uh, album isn't a song that was a single or anything. And I, I fucking love that song. Bloody Waters. Okay. With uh, Absol and um, what's this? What's the name of the gentleman who who plays the drums? He was on the album with... Uh, Questlove? Not Questlove. He was on the album with... Uh, then I don't got you. Smoking Out the Window. Stop scratching your beard. It's very loud. My bad. Smoking out the window. The guy who, who's not Bruno Mars. What's his name? It's two people. It's Bruno Mars and another man. What's that man name of the other man? Anderson Pack. Cool. You know the first Anderson Pack that I added to a playlist. You know the first Anderson Pack song that I added to a playlist. What? Smoking out the window. No. Leave the door open. He's on that song? Nigga. Leave the door open is him and Bruno Mars. This is the oh, first yeah, song same they album. put out. My bad. My bad. What the fuck are we talking about? All right. Oh. We off the rails here. Please <laughs> give me your new vibe of the week, bro. New vibe is Afrobeats. It's from Vic Tony and Tempo Sueto. He tried. I, I did. Sueto. It is sweat though, though. I did get it right. I fucks with this. This is on my playlist. It is? Yeah, from, from a while ago. Because I don't think this is a new song. I've been really into it. I'm, I'm, I'm really glad that Afrobeats is really taking its place within the within the the black market. Like, I, cause I, I really love listening to it. It's just something like I don't know. It's just something that it's you, it keeps it stays upbeat. Like you can feel for it. And and while we're at Afrobeats, I do want to say. Um, I didn't hear about DeVito uh, and his wife losing his 
losing yes. a three-year-old and like that's I can't imagine that shit. So um yeah. prayers out to them. Um absolutely. But sorry to take away from your song. But no, no, uh, no, but I, I respect that. That's cool. And I want to say last episode we spoke about good kickback music. I think Afrobeats oh, yeah. has become it's made that. for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's great upbeat, just cool vibes. It's I think it's hard to miss with Afrobeats. Like if you if you having a function and you got a some Afrobeats in the background, is it's 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 the genre of music where if you're paying attention to the song, you in a good spot. If it's just background music, it it sets a great atmosphere. So I love the genre of Afrobeats. It's dope. That's what's up. What's That's your what's new up. vibe? Um Black? my new vibe. I'm sorry? Kodak. The new Kodak. I'm cutting that out. So you don't, don't fuck with that yak? <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> no idea what that means. That's what the young kids call Kodak. They call them yak. I'm sorry. Definitely not a young kid. And definitely not listening to that. The only reason I know Super Gremlin is a song is because people talked about it. That's a good song, though. If you say so. It's on our list. I sent it to you. If you say so, just because I've had to add it to my personal playlist, because now it's on my phone, doesn't mean I stopped to listen to it. But I did know it fucked up my algorithms a bit when they started to create a station for me because it <laughs> tried to play a Kodak song and I was like, skip and dislike. <laughs> I never dislike anything. I'll skip a song. But to personally go back to make sure that I disliked it, oh, that please took never bring this up again. That took effort. But um, my new my new vibe of the week comes from Babyface and Ari Lennox. So Babyface put together an album with all of the girl R&B artists, all of the new current girl R&B artists. I'm talking Ari, Kehlani, Ella May, Queen Niger, Coco Jones, Tink, Money Long. Like he put a, 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 the entire album is written for women. Babyface is is known to have the pen when it comes. He's written many songs for Whitney Houston. You like he's to, known to have Babyface the pen is one of the people where you don't even have to go down the list of what he's. No, done. but when it comes for writing for women, not just himself. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. No, and and men, but like he just had, one of the strongest his pens in history, bro. And they this is song. his album. It's his album, and he every every song is featuring. One of these women, where they're the main, they're the main vocals. Right, he's there to just support. Smart man, of course. Great idea. There's hits all over this album, but one of my favorites is "Liquor" by Ari Lennox. This is a baby face song?
I like it. I like it. I actually have two new vibes of the week. Okay. So I was telling you about Division. Uh, they have a new album. Amazing. As always, they never disappoint. Um, Jermaine Dupree was one of the big executive producers on this album. And we all know Jermaine Dupree when it comes to that pen and R&B. He's done some of the some of the greatest songs that we've ever heard. Right. They have a song called Take It Slow, where they put a spin on a very common vocal that you're going to pick up on. Take a listen. Tell me how you feel. Tell me how you need it. Tell me the positions that I can't watch you. I'm still learning your body. If I get too rough, then you can just tell me to. You know what it is right now. We are making kids right now. Just practice it. I don't want to make it seem like I only think about one thing. But you know what I'm on at this time of night. Won't you turn around and just take it slow. I know what you're on at this time of night. When you turn around and just take it slowly when you approach me. What I like about it is how they incorporate every lyric into the Take It Slow. So he was like, tell me the positions I can watch you while you take, take it, it slow. slow. Got it. No, <laughs> like, I, I like just it. like the, I love, I, boy, they flipped that. And I, I, that's one of my favorite, like, there was times I listened to, to Ordinary People like a hundred times a day. No, John Legend <laughs> had a nice run. It still, it still has. Still has. I mean, John Legend's still putting out music. Like, let's not, I'm not going to front on his pen. Right. Um, he's got hits. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, and all those in between and outside of those constructs, this has been another episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast. The podcast where two young professionals bring issues to the table. We just chopped it up. I'm your co-host Marvin, Young Saint, Charles Flexavia, That Man Beyond, Dion Slanders, Aegon in 60 Seconds, Targaryen, House of the Dragoons, Gang Gang. <laughs> And the man to the right of me can only be. The same dude from last week and the week before. Quite frankly, I'm half Samurai Pro, half F&D, so talk nice when you see me. I stay wildin'. I don't resort to violence. I'm on resorts and islands. resorts and islands. Check the gram, fam, in case you thought I was lying. To be frank, I can only be who I say I be. The F and F&D, one half of this POD. Who else but me? It's Frank, and we just chopped it up. You can email us at the Samurai Professionals Podcast at gmail.com or you can hit us up on Instagram and Twitter at the Samurai Pros. Hit us up with any comments, questions, or even topic suggestions. Please like and subscribe on the platform of your choosing. Engage. Also engage. engage. Let I'm us- sorry. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it again. <laughs> I know we say it every week, but like, hey, we put a lot of effort in here, we put hours into this. Engage. I hear all y'all, y'all always want to tell me on the side about, oh, the thing that you heard, but y'all not engaging. Engage. I appreciate when you walk up to me and tell me about it, but engage with me. Take, Frank take his time with the, with the promos. I I, I got to give him a dog credit. He take his time. You see, you see he switch it up. He done start getting creatives and start putting pictures on there to kind of like give y'all the vibe of where we going with it. Come on, man. Engage. 
Yeah, we love to talk back to y'all. Seriously. You can catch me on Twitter and Instagram and just about any other social media platform at I Can Only Be Frank. And where can they find you, Marvin? Hey, man, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and just about any other platform, as Frank says, <laughs> at Marvin X Adams. This has been another episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast. Peace. Peace.